being the one on the sidewalk, you know how when there's three people and then there's sometimes you're like that Sounds person like in the back. Like, you're like lagging behind. I'm like yes. sad about it. But <laughs> if you're confident, you that sidewalk's your runway, honey. guys it's taylor your host welcome back to girl gaze cure your sunday scaries with a new episode and a mimosa but hold the oj get ready for brunch with me and special guests as we chat about all things fashion career building and adulting and before we get into today's episode i just want to share some really exciting and special news the podcast officially has a sponsor And it's coming all full circle because I actually used to work there. And if you know me, you know that I love fashion and specifically clothes. And the first sponsor of Girl Gaze Podcast is Mixology Clothing Company. You can find them on Instagram at Shop Mixology and their website, shopmixology.com. They have really, really cute and trendy clothes, but they also have basics. And you know what? It's reasonably priced, honestly. I have a discount code for all of you. It is girlgaze15 for 15% off of your favorite items. And I'm just going to go out here and say it. Basically, more than half of my wardrobe is from Mixology. So you already know it has the girlgaze stamp of approval. Once again, the code is girlgaze15. So what are you waiting for, girl? Go buy yourself something. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Today, we have on a refreshingly relatable and inspirationally insightful guest on my good friend, Ashley Signore, the self-care, skincare queen. And Ashley works in PR now, but we've actually known each other since middle school because we went to the same middle school, then we went to different high schools, and then we reconvened at Syracuse University. And now we're both living our lives in New York City. And guys, today is going to be a real raw episode. I mean, not it's not out of the norm, honestly, for Girl Gaze Pod. But yeah, we get real today. And I'm so excited that you're here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for this podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm just, you know, post-grad Syracuse trying to figure my ish out in the city. You want to share your Instagram? Oh, yeah, at A-S-H-L-E-Y. S-I-G-N-O-R-E, hit that follow button. There we go, a little self-plug. <laughs> um, and while you're at it, definitely go follow at Girl Gaze Pod and me at Taylor Bradford for a little sneak peek and inside look at my life and the podcast. Yes, queen. So today's <laughs> episode, we are talking about knowing who your true BFFs are, recognizing toxic friendships, navigating friendship breakups, and how our journeys to self-love helped us cope. Ashley and I yes. just had a little heart-to-heart. <laughs> a little, like an hour long. <laughs> I know. Where you're like, oh, how long is this podcast? Hey, I'm like, oh, an hour, hour and a half. We end up talking. We were like, like the entire thing up already. So we basically did the podcast like before we started recording. Yeah, so much for the power of saying no, honestly. <laughs> also, disclaimer, we are both not professional on this topic but we've just gone through like a handful of experiences where we feel kind of passionate about talking about this topic and it's important because like all of you guys have obviously experienced this stuff too and you're not alone 
no one really talks about friendship stuff at this age, navigating your 20s and relationships that are not romantic. So we're here to shed some light. Yes. But first, we always start each episode off with a gaze of the week, which is basically just a thought or realization, big or small, that you've reflected on during the week prior. So my gaze of the week is a reflection that I've had based on the tragic events that happened with the whole Kobe crash situation. And, you know, to view this and spin the whole situation to a lighter note, I feel like something that I've realized is that even though most of us did not know one of the people personally, one of the victims, it's still it still has shaken up the whole world and it just shows that we have the power to impact other people's lives more than than imaginable. So what I want you guys to do right now in honor of this episode based fully on friendships, stop what you're doing, stop scrolling, and think of you know one of your friends, two of your friends, a friend group who you love and adore, maybe a friend who you haven't seen in a while, check in on them, tell them that you miss them, tell them that you love them, and that you appreciate them, because our words are powerful and you know, you can be making someone's day by just shooting them a small text. So let's all spread some positivity because we're in a world that definitely needs it. I love that gaze. My gaze is that words have so much power over people, over any being. I actually am a big plant mom and I talked to my plants. I saw this video. Taylor thought that was weird, but listen, guys. It's like Loki weird. I saw a video it's about okay, anti-bullying in, in an elementary school and they watered these plants the same, they gave them the same amount of sunlight, they started off the same way, and one plant they had to bully, and one plant they had to gas up and give compliments, and the one that was being bullied died. So even though it's not a human, it just proves that words are powerful, and on the topic of friendship, I just thought it was a good gaze because, you know, sometimes friends can say things that they think is funny, and it low-key hurts, even though they're your girls, so... All been all been there, y'all. So I feel like to start, let's let's start on a positive note. Yeah, positive note. No like bullying plants. No, <laughs> no bullying plants. If you're a plant bullier, like turn this podcast off right now. So for me, just to know who my actual BFF is, it doesn't matter if I like talk to them every day or like for example, Four one months. of my best friends from home. We have such different lives. She's a year below, so she's still in school. So I don't talk to her maybe even not even every single week, but I know that she's one of my best friends and I can trust her with anything. Just like someone who's there for unconditional support, mm-hmm. no matter how much they're actually in your life. You know what I mean? Yo, that's a real friend. I actually agree that you have those friends that are like, why haven't you texted me? Like, why haven't we spoken in a week? And then you have your friends that you can honestly have months pass by and you know it's because you're busy, she's busy, you're doing this, she's doing that. It's not like you're purposely not reaching out so when you have that person that you can reconnect with like no days or weeks have passed that's that's genuine and that's rare and that's support yeah because we're busy Mm -hmm. we're trying to build our futures honey (laughs) true facts (laughs) also like someone who accepts who you are um the good the bad everything in between the bad that's important (laughs) if a friend is there during your low 
is a keeper. Yeah, no, seriously. And like someone who encourages you. I have this one friend who is literally almost as encouraging and supportive as my mom, which like my mom is like my mom is just the typical mom who is just beaming with support for me um but this friend will text me super super nice things when i text her an accomplishment with a long ass paragraph with emojis and i'm like oh my god i love you she definitely knows knows who she is i need one of those Um, give her my number (laughs) (laughs) so cute yeah also Someone who will like also take a thousand canned pictures of you. Oh, without like don't get me started. <laughs> if a friend gives you shit, are they your friends? Literally, because I'm everyone's personal effing photographer. So if I can have like, someone, like I'm just on the ground selfie, in the street for you. Yeah. I'm ruining my new <gasps> jeans for you. Jeans. <laughs> so if if you can catch a good golden hour photo, you're obviously a true friend for life. Mm-hmm. Um, we we both agree on that one. Um, but like, actually, when I was abroad, this one girl who I was traveling with, she made me feel so shitty when I asked her to take a picture of me. Yo, like, I girl, that. I'm a we are abroad right now. Like, my Insta needs to be popping. Yeah, I don't like IG shamers. It's kind of like right to each their own. If if you don't like it, that's fine. But if I'm actually courageous enough to ask you for a picture, <laughs> don't make me feel like, like just shit. do it, please. It's hard. <laughs> I'm actually dying. Okay, so. Oh, also, on the topic of real friends, of course you need a hype man, but also someone you can sit with in silence. That is Mm. rare, and that's important, because just like your family table, just like the library, I don't even know. If if you're comfortable with someone in silence and they're not offended that you're not running your mouth every second, that's also important, because... To, like, not feel awkward. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. not no awkward spaces, even in silence. And definitely finding a shared perspective, even if you don't like the same thing. Like me and my sister, she's one of my best friends. She's a football girl. I I genuinely would be like, who's winning the match? Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm the same way, honestly. Do not know anything about football. <laughs> but I I try to enjoy that with her if that's what's on, or if the Bachelor is on, which we both love, and she doesn't like that at all. Like she'll kind of. She'll be like, oh, like she's prettier. Oh, she's that. It's it's important to have a shared perspective. Yeah. With a friend, I'm not saying that you both need to go to Six Flags if one's a thrill seeker, but just taking the time to appreciate what your friend appreciates. Yeah, like one of my friends studied science or like biomedical oh, yes, engineering. Please. I think I think that's correct. Um, in college, right. so like, she, and I'm a big fashion person. Yeah. And like, she literally went to the Met with me to go see the um exhibit that's the, a friend the, the camp exhibit right oh, i know and camp it's not like heavenly bodies this is this oh, is but fashion she, but she also went to heavenly bodies with oh me. Okay. yes and she's at she's a best friend she's true friend, <laughs> we love you let's chat about how different friends can serve different purposes in your life yes 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 um like you may not get someone who kind of like checks all of the boxes for you if you have that person like that is amazing don't let them go. Yeah. But you have to be okay with knowing that some people will be going out friends. Some people will be like going to get dinner with. Some people like you'll go to get advice from. You need to be okay with someone not being okay with something. As much as a shared perspective is important, it's shared and not identical. Yeah. And we all have to accept that we have different interests. And also just like knowing and accepting the role that that person plays in your life. We're past that phase in our life where we need eight best friends. You can have strong acquaintances you can have 
you, you have to be okay with not everyone being your number one hype man because everyone's busy, everyone's going through shit. So I agree. You have to accept that everyone serves a purpose and you serve a purpose too in other people's lives. And you need to kind of be aware that you're not everyone's best friend. Yeah. And after you recognize that role that that person plays in your life, you have to start to think about boundaries and expectations. Let's dive into that. You should definitely reflect on your friendships, especially if something has been like pissing you off or upsetting you. Like for example, if one friend is always venting to you about her boy problems or her drama problems, and then she's really not reciprocating like the same for you, maybe set some boundaries. And just know that it's okay that she's not there for you. You you probably have other people or your family, um, but that's like, you can't change anyone and you can't change. And that just means that she has a different expectation of your friendship than you do for her. And you need to look at that and ask yourself if that's okay or not. Like you should be self-aware of your relationships. Mm -hmm, I I think if babies and parents have boundaries, Two friends that are the same age should definitely have some internal boundaries, some idea of what's okay, what's not okay, like what's going on. Is this person like I actually had a friend that was so sarcastic. Everything was so in her eyes funny. Like, oh, that looks horrible. Oh, that's awful. Like, oh, you're not funny. Every time I would say something or do something, and honestly, it was funny at first, but at a point it, it really crossed my emotional boundaries it was kind of like i'm not really enjoying spending this time with you when i'm offended most of the time and it's not funny all the time and i'm not saying you need to compliment me but can we ever just talk without you being like oh, that that sucked like that can also be a boundary how a friendship makes you feel mm-hmm. and you either just kind of back away slowly or you can say like hey that's funny but let's just Let's just, you know, calm it down a little. Like, don't be afraid to set a boundary because we're adults. We're not on the playground anymore. You need to know when you feel like your line is being crossed. Yeah, I agree. And speaking about boundaries, I feel like, I mean, we were talking about this before, the importance of saying no. Oh, yes. This This is another big one. If you are very tired or if just a plan is not working out for you and you have, like, a legitimate reason and you say no your real friends will understand and they will you'll reschedule and everything will be fine like a big deal will not be made of it you know what i mean yeah and then there's the friends that are like well you know what we made plans you honored this commitment and then you backed out like people have lives honey i know sometimes you work your ass off all day at work and you need to just go to bed sometimes you study too much in the library and you just don't want to go out if your friends aren't okay with you taking a mental health day, then you need to really rethink that because the word no shouldn't trigger a fight. You shouldn't have to defend yourself for honoring your personal Yeah, and like you shouldn't feel all. bad for not going out. One of my friends was having um, a housewarming party in New York mm-hmm. City and I, I don't remember why I couldn't go. I think I was just like really, really, really tired and it was like right after fashion week and I just needed to... I, I had barely any energy. Um, and so I explained that to her and she was like, oh, it's okay. Like we'll hang out next week or something like that. That's a good friend. Because, so yeah, for her to like understand that's- That's important. Yeah. Cause you can't disappoint someone 
who actually cares about you when a decision is solely about you and not about going against them. Mm -hmm. That's someone that cares. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, as I've navigated kind of post-grad life, I've realized that some of my friendships throughout college have now like evolved. Some have gotten stronger, some have definitely gotten weaker and you (laughs) I mean that's natural honestly it's how life goes ebbs and flows yeah friendships after college may change if you feel hesitant about sharing good news with a friend meaning like they aren't really being as supportive as you want it it's a little bit of a red flag yeah a little bit um and I'm not saying that you need to end friendships like just because of one reason or whatever but I do feel like you need to kind of notice and reflect on like how that friendship has changed and set the boundaries, set the expectations for how it's just like going to be different from now on. A Um, lot of acceptance, like that's a big part of expectations. mm -hmm. Like obviously, like you said before, you're not going to verbalize expectations with your friends. It's kind of something that's just internal, but you can tell when, not like tension, but you can tell when just like you said you don't feel the support being there the same way that it used to be and you either especially like comparing the support you're receiving from some from one person versus like someone you literally haven't talked to in forever you can tell right away by one person's response versus the other and you either have a choice of setting that boundary and saying something like hey you know i was really there for you when this and this happened and i love you i obviously don't want this friendship to end but i would just really appreciate it if you you know, if you just gave a shit, not like say gave a shit, but if you were there for me too, or I don't know if that makes you uncomfortable to even say, then y'all maybe, maybe then you just have to accept that it's not what it used to be. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. You know, I have so many friends that it just kind of, the spark isn't there or it, it died out for some reason. And sometimes I said something because I wanted to save it. And sometimes I didn't. And yeah, That's like, just one of my friends throughout college, she was, like, one of my best friends. We actually had a class together. That's how we met. And we were really, really close. But she was just, like, really bad with her phone, kind of flaky. But, like, I I loved her. And, you know, like, we could rely – we could – well, not always rely on each other. But I could always rely on her if, like, I really, really needed advice or – A good emotional, yes. supportive uh-huh, kind of person. Exactly. Yeah. But – just like the flakiness really got to me. And we've had several conversations about her being flaky and she's like, oh, I'll change, I'll change. Like, I'll, I swear I'll be better. Like our friendship means so much to me, blah, blah, blah. But it just gets to a certain point where you have to just accept that like you can't force someone to not Someone's be flaky be. because some people just are out of nature. Yeah. And like, obviously that's really, really sad, especially for someone who like, it's not like you got into this major blow up fight where you're like, oh, I'm done with her. Yeah, no, but it's just like, mm, you have to bite the bullet and be like, shit it's just i'm i'm also not gonna be i'm not gonna kiss your ass to save this friendship at the same time exactly that's the worst oh my god i i've definitely had that i told you about that story before that i had like a best best friend and then we had a falling out that wasn't even a fight just like you said it wasn't even like a a big thing but it just kind of like dwindled and like months and months passed and I was like hey love you I miss you remember this remember that like we used to be so close whatever happened and basically she was like cute but we're just different and you what are you gonna do 
I know, like you can't force them to change. You just gotta be like, okay, you when you try, you you can't win them all. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, not to make this like a god thing, but people come in and out of your life for reasons. Like you live and you learn, and that becomes a huge part of self reflection in the end. You look at relationships and how they affected you, and you grow from that, and you you see what friendships serve what purposes in your life and you have to evaluate like do I want to feel this way in my life do I not want to feel this way because people are objects in your head and they can be huge objects that take up a lot of space or they can be small objects that are shiny and pretty and not everyone has to be your best friend like you said but on that topic they bring like positivity to your life in some sort of way or another but some can be negative oh yeah well, speaking of negative, obviously we were just talking about friendships can fizzle out. Evaluating. Without having like a major blowout, yeah. but other times. It doesn't end up so pretty. Yeah. Other times people like we've both gone through toxic friendships yeah. and I feel like it's not really talked enough about in society as a whole. Cause like you, you watch movies about people breaking up with their boyfriends or their significant others and like how their friends are there to support them through that. But if you're going through a major French, like friendship breakup, you, and especially if it's a toxic friendship, yeah. you can't go to that person anymore. And on top of that, you really probably, it's I mean, for me, other people you too. don't really, exactly. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable going to other friends because in college, your Everyone circle talks. is like, everyone kind of knows each other. Yeah. So for you to go to someone and like to trust someone. It's scary. Yeah. It's just messy, especially if you go to someone like in your friend group or like someone who is a mutual friend. Mm. Like I get it. Because it's not like it's you're gossiping. Bad. You actually need insight and you actually yeah. are like, this is affecting me at a mental level and I need to talk about this with someone that understands. It's one thing if you have a therapist, that's great. But a lot of people don't have that access and a lot of times you need to talk to someone that knows what's going on and... It's real, guys. There are energy vampires. There are relationships, situations, people that mentally and emotionally can exhaust you. And we all feel it, but there's not necessarily a word for it. So when me and Taylor got to talking about expectations and boundaries flowing into friendships that fizzle and friendships that really pop, I guess, we both had a lot of similarities, although our stories were so different. No one really talks about what goes on with your self-esteem and with your other relationships when one really really just drains you in a way that you can't even put into words yeah like i had this one friend from college we were best friends when we first started school and then all of a sudden it was like snap of the finger she dropped immediately dropped me as a friend and was just like mean to me honestly for not even like a real reason at all and it's so easy for you to forgive someone or to kind of like think that it's going to pass or to feel sorry for yourself that this is happening for you because you used to view this person so differently so it's like you don't really want to accept it or you may like want to give them the benefit of the doubt or something and then you look in the mirror and you're like is it something i did and that's when it starts to be like that's when the energy, guys, that's when it's an, an emotional toll, no, low-key. literally. A lot of people can relate to this, though, that especially in real life, in college, before college, if you're in high school and you're listening, I have gone through this, like, my whole life. 
a lot of times, like, people don't even give you a reason and they just, like, kind of start treating you like shit. And it's, it kind of makes you look at yourself. You, we always look at ourselves first. It's so funny. We always try and, and give them the benefit of the doubt, like mm-hmm. you said, because there's no explanation. Once it starts eating you up in your head, you just go in circles and you get restless trying to figure out what's going on, what's going on. And then before you know it, someone's taking up a huge space in your head. Literally. And, and it can be so, de- so detrimental to your mental health. It really can. Your self-esteem. Because, you know, like when you're our age, obviously friends aren't everything. We're our own people. We're independent. We are queens. But <laughs> Agreed. it makes you feel a little bad about yourself when you have no explanation. Sometimes I even like when something happens or when it fizzles out because you, you have a reason to yeah. put that friend. Like you have a reason to put to it, but... With energy vampires, it's scary because yeah. it's so easy to blame yourself, like you were saying before. But honestly, it's totally their problem. It's really not a personal not thing at problem. all, yeah. and it's so easy to make it a personal thing. Like, I mean, ourselves. my mental health was definitely affected negatively by this Bro, toxic friendship. No one talks about that. Mental no one health talks about and it. friendships, guys. Yeah, we all look for validation in social situations at this age. So when you're not getting validated, you. But like you, you feel, feel rejected, honestly. You feel rejected. It's it's worse than a breakup because girls are supposed to understand each other. Yeah. It's like we're supposed like, to. Where's like, the feeling empowerment? <laughs> oh my where? god! Why there needs to be a word for this? Obviously, energy vampires is like a thing, but there needs like to be when girls tear each tear other girls down. It's just oh. like, are you kidding me? While energy vampires and like toxic friendships are really really hard to get through i've learned so much more about myself i've become such a stronger person from it yes queen um and i just feel like once you start to reflect and Mm -hmm. kind of realize that like it's their problem and not yours you'll like totally gain your confidence back and just like be you and then from that you won't feel like you need to be friends with everyone on the planet to to be happy yeah no exactly in those situations i always like to say the harder the ball bounces the higher it goes up and you need toxic friendships sometimes everything happens for a reason in my opinion to to help you realize what true friendship is and sometimes you realize that you can be your own best friend. And that's really important that I didn't realize until I got out of a really, really toxic relationship that I was serving this person so hard and I really wasn't serving myself. And once someone takes up so much space in your life and they're no longer there, at first you don't really know what to do with that. But then, like you said, as you self-reflect, you really start to learn how to be a better friend to yourself. And that's know your the worth. best friend that you're supposed to have. Because if you can't love yourself and if you can't be happy being alone and if you can't be okay with your solitude, then that's the friendship we need to work on. What can you do to love yourself? Is yeah. it yoga? Is it having a plant and taking care of it? Is it starting a podcast? Yes. <laughs> Is Helping it people relate. starting a blog? Is it do something that makes you happy? Is it reading? I know some people that actually have learned to love to read again after hating it after their third grade like summer reading tests yeah (laughs) me the Demi Moore book you guys should all read it inside out but find something that you love to do by yourself because yes it's great to do things with friends but alone time is key especially like 
at first it may feel uncomfortable to be alone with your thoughts, but it's so important for self-growth to just like reflect on why you feel certain ways. You can't expect constant love and reassurance from others before you love yourself. A hundred percent. Like it must come from within. Yeah. Like think about your younger years when you would get so butthurt over small things like not being invited to a birthday party or being the one on the sidewalk. You know how when there's three people and then there's sometimes you're like that Sounds person like walking, in the back. Sounds like lagging behind. You get like yes. sad about it when you're like in a field trip. But if you're confident, you that sidewalk's your runway, honey. So on the topic of, you know, toxic friendships ending, energy vampires, if you actually love yourself and you love your alone time, Nothing is going to phase you because you go home and you're like, oh, thank God. You, you you take your wine. You put on your favorite show. I honestly am so happy when I get to put on Pose or The Politician. I know you oh, saw I know. I just, I just, ah! <laughs> I just so binged it in like two days. <laughs> How happy are you though? Oh, it was, I loved it. And I'm alone <laughs> and I'm watching my show and I'm like, I fucking love myself. And I'm having a good time with Ben Platt. So yes, oh my god, he's an amazing. You all singer. need to start the politician. <laughs> like, highly yes. recommend. But all in all, show up for yourself. All in all, yes, no matter what show it is, self <laughs> self care and self love is so, so key. Important. And just to like know your worth, because once you know your worth and you're not measuring yourself based on other people's opinions, yeah. it like your Freeze confidence. You. Like it's exponential. My arms. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. And like being having confidence is the best thing about someone. And like once you become positive and like self confident, you start to attract. It also helps your other relationships. Aside from helping your relationship with yourself and your conscious, it helps your other relationships because people like to be around happy people. Yes. People can tell if you're not happy with yourself. It's just. I even noticed when I went back home from school, once I started doing yoga and meditation, that was- Do you do hot yoga or just regular yoga? I don't do hot yoga, but I would try it. Do you do hot yoga? So I like, like medium yoga. It was like 90 degrees. (laughs) Doing yoga, honestly, it's amazing. That's self-love in the physical form, guys. Tell me this. When do you spend at least 10 minutes thinking about yourself and your body that much? It actually changes the way that your brain works yeah. because you're focusing so hard on something that you're so present and you don't realize. Exactly, you're so present. That's, that's what I loved about, about it. You're present. Yes, presence your presence is peace. be present. Also, going on like back to the friendship breakups, it, you can't live in the past. Yeah, no, like no. it gets to a certain point where yes, you're allowed to be upset. It's normal, but, but it used to be that if way. You and keep it's not on now. living in the past. I mean, you're repeating things that you said in your head, how such scenarios went, if you could have done something different, analyzing it. I mean, I'm an overthinker, so I totally have been there. That's emotionally exhausting. It's emotionally exhausting. At a certain point, you just have to be like, you know what? I have to live in the present. I I will make new friends. Like, I will be okay. Yeah. I will be okay. You have your people. (laughs) You have your friends. Like, sometimes it just doesn't work out, and that's part of being present, and that's part of loving yourself, accepting when things aren't working because... I love the saying, living in the past is being depressed, living in the future is being anxious, and living in the present is being at peace. I love that. It's a great one, because I do think about the future a lot, especially with relationships, like, 
is it going to get better? Like, I just want this to be over. That's your, that's anxiety. Cause you're thinking when is this going to be over? And when does it mean now? When means in the future. Yeah. So no, I agree. You need to be present and that's giving yourself some love. And also, like, surrounding yourself with uplifters. Yes. Like, being very conscious of who you spend your time with. So important. We didn't even talk about that. That I I don't know if I like the saying you are who you surround yourself with, but it is true that you absorb the energies and you adapt the energies of the people that you're constantly around with. So if you're with You sound like my mom. My mom's like, the universe. (laughs) But actually, because if you're around draining people 24-7, like, why are you there? And also, like, you have to put out positivity and you will attract it. Yes. If you're with people that are so negative, before you know it, you're going to start feeling negative. Like, it's it's true. If it's, it's true inevitable. for positivity, it's true for negativity. Mm-hmm. And one last thing for self-love and self-care. All right, I feel it. like you just can't give a shit what other people think. Oh, Y'all, I spent too long. I feel bad for my old... Don't you feel bad for your old self? But yes, I do. Honestly. I want to give her a hug. <laughs> I want to go back. Like, okay, if you could give your old self advice, a piece of advice, what Good would it one. be? I would give her a big-ass hug, and I would be like, none of this matters tomorrow. Honestly, when you're a kid, not even a kid, when you're, like, our age still, you think everything is so big but in reality, everyone is worried about their own life. Even if a friendship is kind of like going down the toilet, you need to realize that things are so much smaller than you really think they are. No, they are. Like, I agree. Especially when I walk into a place, I'll always think, don't you always think that everyone's looking at you when you walk yeah, in? Yeah, but also I'm like a giant, so kind of they are. <laughs> no, no, I always think that too because I'm like, is it my hand? Or like, is it my hair? Like, everyone is really off in the corner worrying about themselves like trying to hold in a fart trying to figure out when they're gonna use the bathroom trying to see if their hair is okay like think about how much you're in your own head when you're out because i'm in my own head even when i'm enjoying it i'm conscious of myself i'm not fucking noticing who's walking in the door so to myself i would be like don't be so self-conscious of people's perceptions of you things are smaller than they are and just really stop caring because you'll be so much happier no i agree for me i think it's (laughs) You're stronger than you think you are. That's a good one. And, like, you're a badass bitch. <laughs> just, like, do you. Oh, Honestly. Yeah. I feel like everyone just, like, needs to... I mean... Be their own hype oh, man. Like, like, yes. I'm not one of those people who's like, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. But I do think it's important to, like, think highly of yourself and to mm-hmm. kind of, like, reward yourself or, Talk like, celebrate the, the little victories. Yeah. Um, and, like, be proud of yourself for certain things. Yeah. Even if it's, you know... A surviving yeah. a friendship breakup or if it's you did well on a test yeah if it's i did five minutes of yoga today or i walked instead of took the su- create little victories i like that one small yes. victories make them for yourself because you it'll boost your self-esteem it'll fill any hole that you felt a friend couldn't fill and it'll really practice self-love effortlessly yeah. like so we all think self-love is this hard thing like you don't need to go to a 900 dollars retreat in wyoming no you can just walk and pat yourself on the back and be like that was good enough today yeah and that is perfect because it leads us into our outro 
gays goals of the week. Oh, that was perfect. Transition. You're go first though. I have. I can't pick so, a goal right but, yet. So the point of gays goals of the week is that they're realistic self care goals for this okay. upcoming week. Okay, good. And okay. we release the podcast every Sunday, so it's like no Sunday scaries. Let's start the week off oh, on that. a positive note. That's so fresh. So my girl gays goal of the week is to find my outfits for New York Fashion Week, and I'm so excited because this is my second official fashion week that I'm going to uh, through my job at the New York Post. And I will probably do a full on episode, solo episode recapping kind of what the week looked like and what I did. But I am just so freaking excited. And now I get an excuse to wear an extra outfit and I'll probably just stop by Mixology and wear one using my 15% off discount code girlgaze15 from at shopmixology, shopmixology.com. What about you, Ash? I haven't been doing my meditation lately. That's a whole other podcast that we can do. Oh, meditation. (laughs) Because you're a big meditation gal. You guys, I might have to annoy you again, but no, but I really haven't been doing it and I can feel it on a mental level that I'm not at peace with my thoughts as much as I used to be and I'm bothered by little things that wouldn't even faze me. So my goal is when I wake up, not to go straight to my phone, to keep my phone charging somewhere not near my bed. When I wake up, just do my yoga, do my meditation, and just be free of my phone and full in my thoughts. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that you didn't want to start the day off by looking at your phone because I feel like too many people do that. It's bad. Actually, one of my mentors, Madison Utendahl, she who I mentioned in my first episode. This is also my friend and my boss now. I have another side hustle. I'm a creative associate at her creative agency, which I know I feel like I need to catch up with you guys on a solo pod, but life has just been so crazy. So that, stay tuned for that for sure. But if you're curious to see what I'm doing in addition to being a fashion assistant, you can totally check out the Instagram account at Ready Set Judy. It was a company founded by Simon Huck and one of his colleagues. And I've been helping create some marketing magic for them. And basically all those captions are written by me. So woo, <laughs> go show it some love. Anyway, what she does is each night she tries to set her phone on airplane mode and then she won't turn it back on until after her first cup of coffee in the morning, which is crazy because literally for me, the first thing that I do when I wake up is I look on my phone, whether it's an email, whether it's Instagram, whether it's, I don't even know. And it's also the last thing I do at night. So yeah, I mean, maybe I should try to do that, but it's hard. It's really hard. I actually tried to do that for a few days, but it made me feel really uncomfortable to be digitally disconnected like that. I did that at school, and then I have to tune my own horn, Hennies, but I was deanless both semesters senior year. Yes, and you go. And it's because I didn't use my phone until my first class was over. That's amazing. And I need to- That is wa- self-control. <laughs> Bro, but but I was never on the dean's list before. I was like, let me just try. And the difference it that made- That is proof. It's proof, guys. I'll show you my scientific paper. Scientific proof. <laughs> Wait, that's, a, that's another goal. I'm, I'm gonna, actually, no, that actually was my goal. <laughs> 
okay. I think I think Ashley has had like one too many glasses of wine. Bye guys. <laughs> so before we go ahead and chug like five glasses of water, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a five star written review and let me know what you think. And make sure you go ahead and follow at Girl Gaze Pod and me at Taylor Bradford for a behind the scenes look on my life and the podcast. And you'll be able to find Ashley's Instagram handle on my page. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.